I'm Kiara Meakin, your Miss South Lanarkshire Galaxy 2021, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. we're running a little bit late we've had some technical issues apparently there's a, a storm um in scotland and it's brought down well i don't we don't quite know what it's done but it's messed with kiara's internet so our special guest is kiara meachin it is oh i've forgotten the name it's meachin isn't it kiara it's meekin Me, oh god why can't i not get this right kiara so it's a, a kiara and it's meekin Right? Am I saying yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. That's it. Usually I get like Chiara Meachin. And I'm like, you don't pronounce the CH as the ch. It's Kiara Meachin. Well, so I can like, say I would never say, I, would, I, can, I can say I would never say Chiara. I don't think I've ever met a, a, a Chiara who's pronounced Chiara. But the Meachin for some reason just keeps throwing throwing me. But it's okay. I've got it now. Because the C in your first name and your surname is the same. That's how I'm going to remember it. Um, so, guys, if Kiara is a little bit glitchy doing the robot, it's not her. It's the internet. Um, so what's happening in Scotland at the moment, Kiara? You said it's a storm, but it's not a storm. Um, so you've said that people have said it's a storm, but to me it's just like another Scottish day. It's very rainy, very windy, very horrible. And it's not good for the, the mental health at all. You're selling it so well. Let's all go to Scotland so we can all Everyone be wet and miserable. Scotland. It's great. You'll get a lot of use out of your raincoat. <laughs> Dear me. Is it at least getting a little bit warmer? Because, I mean, I'm sad because I'm in Australia, as you know, and it's end of February, so it's going into autumn now. Summer's over. Is it at least getting a bit warmer for you guys now? Well, yesterday it was actually, it was okay. I actually went out with shorts on yesterday um, and my boyfriend, when he was out at work, he came home and he was like, do I have sunburn on my face? I was like, where were you? What were you in Spain? He had sunburn. So it is starting to get a little bit better. I was looking at my camera roll the other day and realised that it was like halfway through next month, but last year, that we had really, really, really good weather. So... When February ends, that's when it starts to get a little bit better. So I'm, I'm feeling hopeful. When you guys get sunburned that, and you wear shorts, normally, from what I've heard, it's like it's 15 degrees or 20. I mean, you guys call 20 degrees a heat wave, which is a yeah. bit laughable here in Sydney. But, I mean, how, how warm is warm for you guys? Is it anything over 10 degrees is warm? So it can start to feel a bit warm about that. But as you said, um People are outside having barbecues at like 20 degrees and stuff and we've got the pool up out back and out sunbathing and everyone's like sunburned and yeah, it's great. We don't need much heat over here. Well, no, because you'd all spontaneously combust. I mean, what's the warmest country or what's the warmest weather that you've ever had yourself? Um, I think... I don't even know if I'm... Right. I, I, in March last year, 
I think it actually might have gotten up to about 23, 24. And I That's got really bad Like I'm my mum's um quarter Indian, so I have sallow skin. And for me to burn, it, it needs to be really, really hot. And I actually burned last year for the first time ever. So it was hot. I can't believe you burned when it was 23 or 24 degrees and that's the warmest you've ever had. Um, yeah. And then your mum is a quarter Indian. That's Anyway, that, that does happen a fair bit because anytime someone from the UK comes out here, they've had no sun. They might have fake tan, so they look tan, but no real tan. So they come out here. It's almost like they see sun and they just burn. Completely red lobster flaking everything. It's actually quite funny, but it's also quite painful. Uh, Now, we've got a bunch of people watching. So, guys uh, watching, firstly, I hope the sound's okay. I've had a few audio issues um, and Kiara is not using her headphones because we had a few crackling issues. So, let us know if the audio, we can fix it up at all. But otherwise, let's go through these comments. Jane has said, uh, hi. Kiara Meekin. Layla has also said, hey, girly. She's also said, I love her accent, OMG. It wouldn't be a Scottish interview if someone didn't mention the accent. Claire has said, yay. Linda has said, hi, doll. Jane has said, go, Kiara. Layla has said, that's hot for England too. <laughs> now I understand why you guys all want to come to Australia and then we can never get rid of you because you think 23 is a heat wave. 23 for us is cold. Let's just put it that way. Well, not cold, mild, bordering on cold. The sound is good. Thank you, Layla. Okay. So, I mean, your accent, Kiara, do you get the whole I can't understand you very often from people? Because your accent is, I think it's a bit easier to understand, let's say, than Olivia's. Olivia also speaks like a bullet. It's just like word vomit coming out all the time. Do you get the whole I can't understand what you're saying because of the Scottish accent? Well, Sometimes, like, my boyfriend will even say to me, what are you saying? So that was one of my worries for coming on this interview as well, in case you didn't know what I was saying. I'm actually talking a lot slower than what I would usually talk, just so that you do know what I'm saying. But it's not something that I've ever struggled with. Um, Like, when we went to UK Galaxy as well, whenever me and Olivia spoke, we had one of the girls say, can you say that again? I love your accent. And we're just like, we hate it. I, I couldn't think like a Scottish accent. I love an American accent, an Australian accent. I love an Irish accent. I hate mine, and I don't know why everyone else loves it. It's so weird. There was a. It's it's actually documented. There was a poll taken, an international poll. I think it was in America, and they voted for the most annoying accents. Um, and the Scottish no. The, the, the accent that was most loved was actually the Scottish accent, specifically spoken by a female, because it was female accents versus male accents, and the Scottish accent did, did well in both. But a female, I think it might have been specifically a Glaswegian accent, but let's call it a Scottish accent. People love the sound of it. That's so strange. Every, when I interviewed Olivia the first time, I had three or four direct messages, three or four DMs, Literally just saying, I love her accent. OMG, I love her accent. That never happens with anyone else. I never interview an American and they go, OMG, I love her accent. They said, OMG, I love her accent. One of them said it's so thick. And I think some of them might have loved her accent and had no idea what she was talking about. But they loved 
her accent and she does speak very quickly. You said you're speaking very slowly at the moment, which I appreciate, but I'm used to the Scottish by now, fingers crossed. But I reckon that if you and Olivia got together, you'd probably both be very excited. So then you'd go into hyper speed and that's when it would be difficult to understand you. Yeah, probably. It would be quite hard to keep up with an accent if you were listening to like two Scottish people talking together. That's what I mean. Yeah. You would probably miss out half of the conversation and only hear like two words. Look, I, I, for some reason, I'm blessed. I can understand your accent. The one person at UK Galaxy I could not understand was Brian Hayes. Brian. You must have spoken to Brian. I swear when Brian spoke to me, I thought I'd had a stroke because I knew he was, I knew he was speaking English. It's not like he'd be speaking, you know, Greek to me, but I'm just looking at him going, I didn't say anything because I was so confused because I thought he was speaking English, but I didn't understand a single word. Yeah. I still to this day don't know what he was saying. But what sort of accent does he have? Is that a Glaswegian accent? Do you know what? I'm actually not sure what kind of accent Brian has. I think it might be Glaswegian. He's just got a really, really, really strong Scottish <laughs> accent. Like Sometimes, like whenever I see Brian, he'll always tell me about his new cameras and stuff, and he'll say stuff to me sometimes, and I'm just like, you're telling me you don't understand. Yeah, (laughs) if a Scottish person doesn't understand (laughs) Brian, then how on earth is anyone? So, how if you have a photo shoot with him, how do you understand what he's talking about then? You just really need to listen. You need to really use your ears, or just go, "Yeah, Brian." Aha, Brian. Was that right, Brian? And you'll just keep talking. You like he loves to talk. He loves a good wee gossip. Brian does. He, look, he seems like a really lovely guy. He is. I just couldn't understand a word he was saying. Um, he, I'd love to actually know what he said because I have no idea and he took a photo of me. Um, that's actually the – I didn't even understand when he wanted to take a photo. He's just, just pointing. I think because he, he realised I didn't understand what he was saying, so he just pointed where he wanted me to stand and I was like, uh, okay, I, I can deal with the pointing. Um Okay, so Layla has said the heat abroad is so different to here. Guys, if you have any questions for Kiara, we'll keep it nice and casual here as we normally do. So put them in the comments below. Layla has also asked, what are you most looking forward to in Galaxy? I'm just looking forward to doing like, the whole experience again, even with like, the preparation like on the lead up. Um, last year was the first time I ever competed in Galaxy and... I just knew that I had to go back. Um, so just meeting all of the girls again, eventually getting back to doing appearances. Fingers crossed mm-hmm. they should be allowed soon because Boris Johnson announced yesterday that all restrictions will be lifted in England by the 21st of June. So hopefully Nicola Sturgeon will follow suit with that quite soon. Um, so that means that Galaxy could happen if internationals happen in November. So yeah, I'm buzzing. I can't wait. Everyone is posting about June 21st and I just, because Boris Johnson at Christmas, it was a bit of a debacle because he was saying before Christmas it would be inhumane to cancel Christmas. And then a few days later he did. And I just hope he's not just saying June 21st to make everyone happy. I hope he actually has a plan to make it happen. I mean, you guys, you're even in Scotland, you're part of the UK, you're getting the vaccines rolled out, aren't you? Yep. Um, it's only vulnerable people um, and people, like key workers, 
So my mum had to shield because she's got quite bad asthma, um, but she also right. works in a school. So she was already on the list to get her vaccine first anyway, but because of her job, the school was able to get her in quicker. So she's already had her first vaccine and she'll be due to get her second one soon, but I don't know when the rest of like the general public will be getting them. Well, I heard that the plan is for every adult who wants it in the UK to have had it offered by October. Yeah. So it, it must be happening soon. I mean, you guys were the first to really start the whole national vaccine rollout because you obviously had the UK strain um, and they were keen to get a handle on it, obviously. But ho- look, I really hope that by June, I mean, that would be summer. So then that would be perfect timing, won't it? You guys can have a summer. You can all go out, all be healthy. And is it just me or because the last time I actually hugged someone or shook hands with someone was pretty much at UK Galaxy. Yeah. Is it just me or are you going to find it weird actually hugging people again? Like, see, when I'm in Asda um, and people get too close to me, I'm like, so I'm probably still going to be like that because it's just, it's been in your mind for so long. Like, it's almost been a year and I cannot believe that. I literally can't get my mind around it. I still cannot understand that we've done it for a whole year and I don't think I ever will. Um, But yeah, it's just always going to be there. Like, I think it's just something that's going to be ingrained in everyone's minds, like, for a good while. And some people, it might never, ever leave them. Do you know what I mean? Like, just to be, like, really cautious of being around about people because you're more aware of germs and things like that now as well and how fast things can spread and how bad things can be. But hopefully, like, most people will be able to get back to normal. But I cannot believe that the last event I went to was Galaxy. It's a good last event to go through, right enough, but... I guess, yeah, if you're going to have any event to, to go to before the world ends, then UK Galaxy is a pretty good one to go to. Yeah. I'm just now thinking that I wonder if I'm going to start asking people whether they've had the vaccine or not, because not everyone's going to have it, because some people don't want to have it. And I feel like before I hug someone, I'm, I'm going to want to ask whether they've had the vaccine or not. But I feel that might um, that might start a few arguments, which is not yeah. going to be good. Uh, yeah, but that's that's a year ago. We've been living with COVID. I mean, it started in China back in, I think, November or December of 2019. So it's been over a year now and it's just become, I never used hand sanitizer before, before COVID. So, and now we're so used to it. I don't think I ever wore a face mask either. Uh, Linda has said Suzanne, she, that just might be a tag there. So, yeah, that's, um, my boyfriend's auntie so she's trying to tag my boyfriend's mum okay watch, right, that, that makes sense she's actually tagged she's just wrote her name and then um my mum also commented as well that's claire's thing she's like yay because i finally got on my grand was phoning twice because i phoned her and i said remember my interviews tonight she was like, all right well hopefully i can get on it and she phoned twice like where is it and my mum was like it's not working <laughs> it's here it's here that's where it is uh, Layla has asked, have you planned slash sorted any outfits yet? So I have actually had my fashion wear and my evening wear sorted since like two weeks after Galaxy last year. Um, <laughs> I, I was like, I need to be prepared. I need to know what I'm wearing. I've already paid my deposit for my, my fashion wear to be made. Just need to get my money together because the job situation still isn't great. But yeah, I've kind of chosen what I want to wear, but I've got a a little appointment booked in with Danielle for next okay. month. 
So I'm just going to show her what I've kind of got planned and she can see if it's up to scratch or not. I've actually had my interview outfit since Christmas. So all I need to get is opening round and swimwear sorted. So I'm very prepared. What's funny about it is you have Danielle, it's kind of like she's staring at you from over your shoulder because you've got her on the cover of our book. It's like she's um, she's keeping an eye on you with that sort of death stare there. I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it just me or uh, I don't know if you've done the same thing as me in lockdown, but if I'd had something fit me, fitted to me two weeks after Galaxy and then during lockdown, let's just say I haven't really been hitting the gym as much as I should have yeah. i'm not sure some of my loose fitting clothes are now not so loose fitting is is that a concern at all yeah it is because i actually have a suitcase behind me that is from uk galaxy and it's got my evening wear in it and i really want to try it on but i'm really scared to try it on in case it gives me like a complex of how much weight i've put on like over the year but I've also managed to get myself a personal trainer sponsor for Galaxy, so he's going to get me in shape. Oh, wow. So I, I don't okay. need to worry about it. Okay. Are you good Are you good with that sort of gym stuff? Do you like it or do you just do it because you have to do it? Well, I never thought I'd say that I missed the gym in my life, but I actually do miss the gym because on the lead up to Galaxy, I was going to the gym more and more um, with one of my friends, Holly, which is at, she's actually doing Galaxy 2. So she's Miss Hamilton Galaxy and she literally lives like 15 minutes away from me. So we were going to the gym together um, before Galaxy and I got really into it. And then when lockdown happened and I couldn't go to the gym, I actually felt lost because it was giving me something to mm. do. Um, yeah. And then when they opened back up again, I was like, finally, I've got something to do. We were going to the gym like three or four times a week and then they all closed again. And I just finding the motivation to do like workouts and things in the house, like I couldn't do it. And I think it was it's different. Like, yeah, not knowing what to do because I had a vision in my head of what I wanted to look like, but not knowing the exercises and things to do to achieve that. So I'm quite happy that I've got my PT because he's getting me going in the right direction. He's got me on an eating plan and things like that. So it's all starting to work. Yeah, it, it's. I think that I working out at home to me, it just isn't the same. I know you can do it. And I, I'm not talking about even the equipment. Obviously, you don't normally have the equipment at home, but just getting the motivation to jump on a Zoom workout or an online workout, a YouTube workout, or doing the thing that the app tells you to do, it's just, to me, it's not the same. I, I need to get out of the house to do that. I can't just do it in my room. It just doesn't feel right. Uh, Claire here has said, yeah, Brian doesn't live far from us. Uh, I I have no idea where Brian's from, Claire. As I said, I just couldn't. It's quite funny when I look back at it now. But I, 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 if I tried to understand what he had told me, I think I would still be there now because I honestly did not. I did not understand a word. And in fact, I I didn't even know he was Brian because I don't think he told me his name. I just realized he was Brian because he was holding a camera. And I think someone else told me he was Brian. Uh, Layla, we gossip. I love that Scottish word, we. I've actually found out that a lot of Irish people use that word as well. So yeah. it's not it's not strictly just Scott. I don't know who used it first. Do you have any idea, Kiara, who owns the actual we? I have no idea. Um, I just thought it was a Scottish thing. But I've just figured out that Irish people do it through watching your interviews. So, um, yeah, exactly. 
really, I really don't know who started it, but yeah, it's it just sounds nicer. Oh, it's just a wee chat, or oh, it was just a wee dog, rather than oh, it was a little dog. It's, it sounds, it's a Actually, now, now that you, you say that the word we, I have a question about Amy, Amy Mizak, because yeah. she calls everyone hen. Is yeah. that a Scottish thing or is that an Amy thing? It's a Scottish thing, but Amy says it quite a lot. So she's like, all right, hen, how are you? Or, or wee hen, all right, wee hen. Yeah. And is that... Amy, Amy says it to me the most out of anyone. Or my boyfriend, yeah. he's trying to like, just like rip it out of me. He'll be like, all right, hen. And I'm like, don't call me hen. So, is it supposed to be like a Scottish version of hun, as in honey? I or think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because so I was imagining hen, it's not hen, hen, as in like the chicken hen. I was imagining that it was. Um, uh, uh, speaking of Amy, how that that video, you know, the video I'm talking about, the one of you, yes. gracefully, gracefully having a seat on the ground. <laughs> How many yeah. times have you seen that? How many people have talked to you about that? Because it is one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Because I've watched it so many times now, I've kind of analyzed it. So you do this little cute little wave and you're trying to do a little, looks like a little pout, and then you disappear. Amy is laughing so hard, she is snorting. And then you're kind of just <laughs> sitting on the ground. You look kind of stunned. And you've landed in a really awkward position as well. Can I, like, if I landed like that, I don't think I'm going to get back up. But that video, how, I mean, how many times have you seen it? What have people said to you about it? So I couldn't even, like, tell you how many times I've watched it because after it happened, I watched it. And then I was actually speaking to a, a, a girl called Lauren Gracie today because um, I went down to watch the power pageant with her and... She was waiting for me at the table, but I was staying at the hotel with Amy and um, Chloe Davies and um, Noki Simbani. So we were all staying mm. in the same room because they were staying over and I couldn't be bothered driving back that night. So I was walking around with Amy and Lauren's waiting for me. And she said, it was the, the weirdest 15 minutes of my life of just going, where is Kiara? Where's Kiara? Because the pageant was just about to start, but obviously we were running a wee bit late because you know, I fell. Um, and she said, and you just came walking up to the table with your blood your blood running down your leg. And she was like, what even happened to you? So I had people messaging me when the, the video went up because I thought, you know, I may as well just post it because it made me laugh so much. I was like, so if it's making me laugh a lot, it may as well make other people laugh as well. And um, a little girl, Emily, she's Junior Miss Galaxy Ireland. She actually messaged me on Instagram and she was like, I watch this video if I'm sad because it makes me happy again. I was like, do you know what? So I posted it. And then the week after the power pageant, it was the the Scottish Pageant Industry Awards. So mm -hmm. as soon as I walked through the door, the first point, the ice cream van is coming around my street, just in case you can hear it. Blowing, he's blowing his little whistle. Um <laughs> I've got a lawnmower going outside, so <laughs> sorry. Um, the first point of conversation that everyone had to me was, I'm so sorry, but that video was hilarious. I'm like, listen, you don't need to apologise. <laughs> it, it was funny. And um, Lauren Gracie, the girl that I was with, she was like, that will always go down in history of the most iconic pageant 
moment slash fall I have ever seen. And she said that she wants it to be played at every significant event that she has in her life to remind her how much she laughed at it. It's it's not te- I mean it's not really technically a pageant fall though I mean when you think pageant falls it's normally on the on you know on the stage and yeah. you take a tumble you are on the way you're walking on on pavement um, has that do you fall often or and this is just another one or is this like the one time you fell and you just happen to have become famous or iconic for it? Um, so I've never actually fallen in heels touch wood fingers crossed that won't happen um but whenever i'm practicing in my living room and my mum's watching me like i feel as if she puts me under pressure a wee bit and she'll be listening but now she's downstairs she'll be like shut up but um she thinks i've got like weak ankles and she was like you need to stop wearing the big shoes like you're going to fall one day and i do have quite weak ankles so they go a wee bit sometimes but the reason why i fell is there was this big massive like crack in the path and because yeah. I was too busy waving, my foot went over the pa- the crack in the path, and that's how my foot, my leg went under me, and I landed on my leg, and I, I landed really weird, and that's the knee that I like. I have the scar on. Um, my shoes were all. You got straight. a scar from it. Yeah, my mum said that actually looks like a crown, because it's like shaped and it goes jaggy, and it's like she said it looks like a crown. So I actually went back to the crack on the path with my mum when we were at Galaxy and I jumped on it. For old times sake, to, to get a photo. Yeah. Do you know I could have got a claim out that? And I just didn't. They should um you should you know how they have, you know, in Hollywood they, they have the, the they you put your celebrities put their hands in the cement and then they sign their name. Yes. That's what you should do with that crack. You should go there with some paint. I'm not advocating for this because it's graffiti, but go there and literally sign sign your name underneath it because that would. Where, whereabouts is it? So, so, you've got the main the main building at the park hall, yeah. And then you've got the outside door where you go in to go into the venue um, for Galaxy. Yeah. If you keep walking down there, there's the village. Ah, um, yeah. Outside them, so that's where we were staying. Um, but it's because of all the trees that are there. It's a big, um, it's the tree is grown out underneath the path and it's cracked. It the all. roots, yeah. the roots of the tree have cracked the pavement and then you took a tumble. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of You've Been Framed. Oh, is that like a candid camera, like a, a joke kind of show? They play practical jokes on you? You you send in your, your funny videos and you get paid like £250 if, if they take it, but it got declined. They didn't accept it. I was like, that is like comedy gold. Why would you why would you not take that? I was trying to make myself money if, off it and they just weren't having it. I wonder why they didn't find it. Maybe it's too funny. Maybe it's just not what they're looking for. But honestly, if there's some a video funnier than that, I would like to see it. Because every time I watch that video, I, I just find it hilarious. Uh, how long did it take you to listen to it? Let's see even if you don't watch it and just listen. Funny. So after you fell down, because then Amy, the video stopped. I'm imagining she didn't keep filming. Well, what happened? After, like, did you just stay there for a while? Because you looked stunned. I really was. Like the thoughts that were going through my mind is, one minute I'm like, yeah, going to watch the power pageant for the first time. So excited, can't wait. But in the back of my mind, I was also thinking, remember, this is an uneven path. 
So just going, hi, boom, out the blue, I was on the floor and I was thinking, that did not just happen. This is not just happened. And I was thinking, I'm wearing a, a very light coloured dress. Have I landed on muck? Am I dirty? And I was like, oh, my shoes, my shoes are going to be scraped. And I knew that I couldn't get those shoes again because Kurt Geiger stopped making them. Oh, wow. Like, okay. My shoes are ruined. I'm not going to get a new pair. I wasn't even thinking about my knee. I was just thinking about my dress and if my crown was still on. And, um, but yeah, your crown looked like it didn't move. How, however you, you fell, your, your crown just stayed perfectly. I mean, it looked like you hit the ground hard just because of how quickly you disappeared. But I gotta say, the way you landed, it looked very graceful. I mean, you weren't like on your face. Yeah. I, you would think I'd practiced falling, but it was a one-time yeah. thing. That was my first time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Literally the only time as well. I wonder yes. if that is making a habit of it, particularly if you want to go on stage afterwards. Because, I mean, how much blood was there? There must have been blood if you had a scar. Um, so at the time, um, Royale is Dion Robertson's pageant. Yeah. So Dion was my director, but she was also hosting the power pageant because she hosts all of pageant girls' pageants. Yeah. So she's coming out of the hotel room in this big red ball gown, looking as glamorous as you like. And I'm mm -hmm. like hobbling, <laughs> hobbling up the path with Amy Isaac with blood like literally running down my leg. And she just glanced Ugh. inside and seen me and she was like, what happened to you? And I was like, I fell. I was like, I'm fine. She was like, no, I need to go and get you a plaster. I need to go and get an antiseptic wipe. And I was like, Dion, listen, you're just about to go on and present. Like, you're just about to go on and present. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. She was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. So then I walked over to the table and Lauren Gracie was like, what happened to you? She was like, so that's why you were taking so long? I was like, listen, I'll be fine. Went into the toilet and I got a little bit of like wet toilet roll. And just like wiped it up and then I held a bit on my leg whilst I was watching the pageant. One hand I'm holding like a bit of wet toilet roll on my leg and then I'm filming the girls like <laughs> filming them on the stage and it's like nothing faces a pageant girl. Like I'm literally bleeding out of my knee in so much pain but still still getting the footage for people. But then at, I the, think... at the break Dion came up to me and she was like, Are you okay? I was like, Listen, Dion, it's a scratch, I'm fine. I woke up with my, my knee black and blue and all bruised and, and a lump the next it's a bit, day. It's a bit more than a scratch. I mean, if you've got a scar from it, it's a little bit more than a scratch. Did you manage to keep it all away from your dress and your shoes? Because that's not easy to do when it's gushing down your knee. It goes all over your foot. Well, um, I was wearing a short dress, so the cut was underneath my knee and yep. the dress was just above my knee. So the dress was fine. Okay. And yeah. then um, my heels were leather, so it had ran down to the straps on my ankle, um, but it just wiped off, so it was fine. Okay, that's that's good because I was going to then imagine that you still have those shoes and they they're caked in your own blood, which sounds a little bit um, <laughs> bit medieval. I mean, you say no. pa pageant girls can deal with anything, and that's certainly true. I also think it's partly your Scottish roots, because the yeah. way I envisage it, you, you Scots can. Nothing seems to phase you. All, all the Scots I know, whether it's you, Amy, Olivia, Freya, nothing really seems to bother you. Like, I mean, you get worked up, don't get me wrong, but the world could be ending and you guys would be like, oh, 
whatever it's fine is that is that a, is that accurate is that a scottish kind of personality trait um i think it can be um i think we we hide it quite well because yeah. like before i came on this as i told you i was so nervous but then when i got on i was fine but i still do have some wee nerves like here and there and i don't know why but i think we're just really good at hiding with true emotions and like putting on a kind of a front sometimes to make it seem like we're a certain way but we're not um so i think that might be one of the things but sometimes we just don't let things phase us because we're just like that's not even worth my time to worry about that so well, we'll just let it go i mean if you if you fall down i mean you either take it way too seriously and start getting angry and crying or you laugh it off and i i think laughing it off is a much better option um we'll keep going through the comments guys if you can hear a buzzing in the background it's because my neighbor has very politely scheduled a what we call a whipper snipper in the background <laughs> i've turned the noise noise reduction on so hopefully you're not hearing it too loudly but i'm going to go out there afterwards and punch him in the face so if you don't see me again, it's because I'm in jail from punching him in the face. Uh, Jane here has said, Kiara, we are not fully opening in June. I don't know what that's about. Do you know what that's about? Um, the lockdown, sounds like. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. seen all the what's, because I, I did see it's like a three or four step plan. Um, yeah. But but I in June. for England, like Scotland's completely oh. different because Nicola Sturgeon is just doing her own rules. Like Boris Johnson's doing it for like England, um, but she's like, been really strict on it. Um, I've, okay. I've started a college course and it's all online, but she's just let the schools go back, but it's just for practical subjects just now. So if it's like maths and English and things, you still do that online. Um, okay. And it's only like half the classes that can go back and things. So, and shops still aren't open and it's basically still full lockdown, but the schools, right. schools are back part-time. Right. Okay. Because Freya was saying yesterday that she was waiting for Nicola's announcement and that she was worried that Nicola would, well, I don't know if she was worried, but certainly Nicola seemed to, what she said was that she would take a more patient approach, um, yeah. which who knows at this stage, given what's happened in the UK with Corona, that might actually be the, the better option. Cause as I said, Boris has um, said things before and then a few days later had to change his mind, but um, hopefully, hopefully we're, we're getting past the, the worst parts of Corona now. Layla here has asked, is there anything you would do differently from the last time you entered Galaxy? And if so, what? Um, so I think the thing I would definitely do differently is be more prepared for my interview. Um, I feel like I said everything that I could have in my interview, but I just feel as if it could have been a bit better. Um, so I have booked in with a, for a little session with Harriet Lane to get me up to scratch on the interview. Um, I think as well I would just practice my walk a bit more because I did have a little wobble in swimwear um, last year but that was because I decided to just completely just have a, I just decided to have a spontaneous moment whilst I was on stage because I had a, a wee like routine that I was doing. So to just walk down, go side, side, middle, turn back and walk off like I did for um, fashion wear and that's yeah. great. So then when, when I was on the stage for swimwear, I really don't know what came over me. Like something took over my body and I was walking and I was getting a wee bit too confident. I went side, side, back. And rather than just looking back, I tried to do a full turn. 
oh. a little bit of information yeah. to anyone watching. Do not do a spontaneous turn unless you have practiced it because it could go wrong. <laughs> it didn't go fully wrong for me. I managed to pull it back and I, st I still turned, but my ankle, my wee dodgy ankle went. So we're not going to do that again. You, you need to get your personal trainer to work on your ankles. Sounds like your ankles need, need a bit of work. I know that full turn you mean. That's the one whenever I see a girl do it, I hold my breath. It's, that, it's the one when you're walking away from the judges, right? And yeah. then rather than looking over your shoulder, you do that 360. Yeah. The number of girls I've seen try doing that and you just go, oh, my God, she's going to fall over because I don't like, even when someone does it well, I kind of, oh, my God, like that's the one part where you're going to trip. Yeah. I hate that turn. I don't know if it has a name and I certainly couldn't do it, but if you haven't practiced it, do not do it because that's the one time you are going to hit the deck. Um the person okay. that I love to watch doing it, and I could watch her doing it all the time, is Emma Rose Collinridge. Her walk is just immaculate. It's like amazing. And I must have thought to myself from watching her during like rehearsals, well, I'm just yeah. going to do that. I'm never going to do that again. But you see, this is why, because I'm, I'm planning to put a, a pageant sort of summit together. And for the walk, I'm, I'm bringing in Emma because out of everyone I've seen walk, She's a very good walker, but also she makes it look effortless. Yeah. Um, but you got to remember, she's had years of dance training, like competitive dance training. Yeah. So if anyone's going to be able to pull off those spins, it would be her. Um, but it takes a load of practice. But yeah. um, if you want to up your walk, I would definitely, definitely train with her. Um, yeah. But yeah. Probably one of the best walkers I've seen. Uh, Layla has said she's supplying loads of questions, which she is. Thank you. Martha here said, I got it, love, Gran. So hopefully your Gran has managed to tune in. That is my uh, Gran. Daniel. Oh, there you go. She's got a lovely profile photo there, all sparkly. Yeah, I need to go, I need to go and fix it for her. Um, she's got lots and lots of different, like, See how the little templates you can put on? Like mm. She's got a lot of them on top of each other. So, Gran, I'll need to get down and fix that for you. I said that to my mom last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Layla has said, ooh, Danielle is great. Best stylist for pageantry. Well, I mean, she's she's right behind Kiara, as I said. You can see her face, so you have to say that. Otherwise, she won't be happy. Uh, Rachel here. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Kiara. I miss you so much, girly. What's been your proudest moment in life? Um, proudest moment in life would probably be becoming more confident. Because in school, um, I was quite shy. I feel like this is a, a thing that a lot of pageant girls say, um, but it's so true. Mm. Like in school, I was so quiet, withdrawn from everyone. Like and. I was kind of picked on for it because I was so quiet and it would just take one thing for someone to say to me and I would actually hit a, a redneck, like my face would go so red oh, wow. and people would just like, they would pick on me for it and they would pick on me for the fact that I, I did have sallow skin and like I had like Indian family and stuff like that. So just being able to get past all of that and become a more confident person, that would be probably my proudest moment in life and it's, it's made me into a completely different person. And if it wasn't for pageantry, like, I don't know actually what I would be like or where I would be today or what kind of person I would be. So I'm so glad that I came across it. 
Um, sorry, Kiara, just give me a second. Um, so that I normally start interviews with this, but how did you, um, what drove you to start pageants in the first place? Um, I feel like this might sound like someone, something that people say a lot as well, but with my gran, I used to watch toddlers and tiaras all the time um, when I was a bit younger. And I used to always say, yeah. oh, I'd love to do that. But I never thought it would be something I would do. Um, so when I went to dancing, um, when I was in high school, there was a, one of the younger girls that was at my dancing. Um, she was entered into a pageant, which was Mini Miss European Scotland. Um, and her mum said that they were looking for members for um, Team Scotland for the Miss Division. Um, and she said, oh, you should enter. And I was like, oh, I don't know. So I said to my mum, we went through with the, the selection process and I was chosen for Team Scotland. So that was my first ever pageant. Um, it was Miss European before it turned to Miss European Global. Um, mm -hmm. I was only 16. I was the the youngest contestant competing because the age category was 16 to 35. Yeah, for the Miss Division, you would have been very kids. young. It was yeah. very, it was a very big age division. Um, I placed top three and I was Miss, Miss European Princess Scotland. Um, so for that being my first pageant, it was quite a big pageant. Um, and gaining confidence from that again, just drove me to to want to keep being involved and I've been involved ever since and won like my title and I'm going back for Galaxy again so that's how I went into pageants and I don't think I'll I don't think I'll ever be able to leave but I've severely got the pageant bug. <laughs> Sounds like you've got a really really bad chronic case of of the pageant bug there. Um, speaking of Galaxy do you have any um, expectations of yourself as to where you'd like to place or are you just going going there to enjoy the journey and do your best? So of course um, I want to enjoy the journey and do my best but I think if people went to a pageant saying that they don't want to win and they don't mind if they don't win there's a slight bit of a lie in there. Everyone enters a pageant <laughs> tour. I would absolutely love to win. Um, but I placed top 12 last year, and for that being my first time competing in Galaxy, competing against so many girls, I was so proud of myself. But to mm. get in that top five, or to possibly win, would be my goal. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to be anything less than that. So what do, you, what do you feel that you have to work on in order to get to that top five? I mean, you mentioned interviewing, you mentioned preparing a little bit more. Are those the two main things that you'd be focusing on? Absolutely. Um, brushing up on my interview, making sure that there would be no question that would that would trip me up, that I, I wouldn't be able to answer, um, to just get everything across that I would want to say. I think last year I didn't have a platform, so I really need to have mm -hmm. a hard think about what platform I want to, to be like talking about and like letting everyone know about. So I think to have a platform as well, that would maybe be better for me and getting my, my on-stage routine like down to a T would be my two main things that I'll, I really need to work on to feel the best version of myself and also um, with my PT getting things going with him just being the best version of myself if I do everything yeah. I possibly can then I can't do anything more.
When is uh, when is Galaxy scheduled again? Is it October, November? It's towards the end of the year, right? November, yeah. October's um, Miss Teen Great Britain. Um, it'll be scheduled for November, and the Miss Night is on the 28th, so it'll be the 26th and 28th of November. And it's back at the um, same same venue as last year? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something to look forward to. God, by that time, it'll just Christmas will just be around the corner again. So hopefully, hopefully Corona is gone and is ancient history and we can all get back together and enjoy ourselves. It, yeah. it would be, I, I just think that might be the first pageant that I can attend in person, certainly overseas. So it'd be funny yeah. being that UK Galaxy was the last one I got to attend and it'd be the first one back that I get to attend and... It would have been, what, like 18 months in between times. So I don't think I realised how much I missed. I would miss pageant land until it wasn't there, as Absolutely. silly as it might sound. Uh, Melissa has said you're doing amazing, Kiara. Um, Thank you. Rachel here has said, I don't know who's more clumsy, me or you, Kiara. So many pageant memories I have with you. What's... Here's a question. What's your fave pageant memory since the start of your journey? Um, so many, like to even be able to pick one, apart from falling. Um, <laughs> I think it would have to be placing top 12 at Galaxy and winning um, the title of Miss Teen Royale UK. Um, competed for Miss Teen Royale for two years and um, the girls that I was competing against, like, they were really, really good competition and I really didn't know who was going to win. And when I won, it was like that shocked cry and it was such an ugly, ugly crying face that was so bad. And Brian, Brian just had to catch it on camera. Um, but, yeah, that, that those would have to be um, my favourite pageant memories. But also, like, meeting everyone and meeting new friends and going to all the different appearances like as I said, like if, if I didn't ever follow across like, pageants like I would have never had all these experiences and it's also yeah. pageantry's also opened doors for me and like with jobs um like I was modeling for a shop called Deja Elite Boutique which is a prom dress shop um oh, yeah. from where I stay so I was modeling for them and working in there and helping the girls pick their prom dresses and stuff and I ended up working in a call centre as well and um ITV. Yeah, I worked for them for a while in the, the cancellations department. Um but wasn't for me having people shouting down the phone at me all day. But yeah. having a job like that, I don't think I could have a job like that if I, if it wasn't for pageants because it really helped my communication skills as well and being able to hold a conversation with someone. Um, like three or four years ago, thinking about doing something like this would have absolutely terrified me and I would have been like, absolutely no way on this earth would I do something like that. But it's, yeah. as I said earlier, it's really shaped me and it's really changed me for better and I'm so happy. Yeah, that that's, uh, to be fair, that's a pretty common sort of story in, in the pageant world that, you know, you learn a lot of skills, you meet a lot of people, and it certainly impacts your life 
not just in pageantry, but sort of outside of pageantry as well, in other areas of your life. So that's not surprising at all. Uh, now, Dylan here has said, go Kiara. Uh, guys, if you have any more questions for Kiara, put them in the comments now, because I'm going to go towards the wrap up and the final 10 questions. Layla, you are asking a lot of questions here, which is good. Um, all right, let, let's go through, because Layla has asked, <laughs> Layla's asked six questions here. So let's go through them quickly. Um, speed round. All right. So first question from Layla, usual question, but which round is your favorite? Fashion wear. Every time. I love fashion wear. Um, can't wait for fashion wear at Galaxy this year because I absolutely love my fashion wear again. I think evening wear will be a close second, but hopefully, I'm going through all the rounds here. Um, hopefully, somewhere <laughs> can be my new um, favorite though when I'm all honed up and ready to go. One. You're cheating with your answer here, Kiara. You, you've basically picked every round. I'm far too indecisive. I like opening rounds as well for the dance, so I like all of them. Okay, there you go. Uh, next question, have you got any regrets from last year and what's something you want to achieve this year? Um, my regret from last year would be trying to do that turn in swimwear. Won't do it again. And something I would like to achieve this year is fingers crossed to be your next Miss Galaxy UK but I suppose if you if you dream it you can achieve it yeah. well if you do win you'll have Olivia crowning you on the handover so that'll be nice that'll be two in a row for Scotland who is your role model so on the subject it would have to be Olivia and Amy Isaac two Scottish pageant girls but Amy Isaac has been there since like almost the beginning of my, my pageant journey um, the first year that I competed in Royale Amy was one of the judges and she spoke to me on the break and I remember just looking up to her and thinking she was missing in Scotland at the time um, and just being in awe of the kind of person she was and thinking to myself as a pageant girl I would love to be like you um, and then just watching her at Miss Grand Internationals and stuff like that um, she was just amazing. So she's one of my role models for that. And another one of my role models would be Dion Robertson because she was my director and she was Miss Great Britain. And um, that was one of the questions that I got asked in my interview for Galaxy. Um, and I said Dion because I don't know if you know the whole controversial thing that happened with um, was it Zara Holland that was Miss Great Britain. I and when she went on saw a little bit of it. stripped of her title and it gave yeah. to Dion. And she went on yeah. to this woman. Um, and just the way she held herself on the TV, she was just such a role model to like all young women, even older women, to just the way that she reacted mm. on the TV. And if I could be anything like Dion or Olivia or Amy, like I don't think I could do any better, to be honest. Well, those are certainly solid role models. Um, to have. Amy's also, a, uh, she's currently in Miss Universe GB and the winner of that, I think it's going to be announced soon from recollection. Um, so hopefully she does super, super well. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Have you got anything planned, events, etc., for the lead up and and for if you if you win so have you got anything planned in the lead up and any events planned for if you happen to win 
don't have any events planned for if I won, but there's a few things I've got in the back of my mind. Um, I've climbed Ben Nevis before, and I would like to get that mm -hmm. sorted again to raise money for the Christie. Um, myself and my friend Holly, who is um, the current Miss Hamilton Galaxy, we've spoke about like maybe trying to get a charity night sorted when all the, the restrictions are lifted and trying to do a few things like that. Um, but so far, not anything like set in stone, but I've got quite a few ideas that hopefully they can go ahead if if everything goes to yeah. plan with the COVID restrictions being lifted. It's just kind of a waiting on yeah. that happening and then, then I can get things sorted. I'm just imagining slash realising now if the lockdown does lift, how many appearances and events there suddenly are going to be in pageant land because everyone's going to go crazy because they won't have had yes. to, no one's had an event for like over a year so there's not going to be any shortage of events for for you guys to attend yes. that's for sure uh ladies asked how have you prepared so far for the final um so a big part of it being my wardrobe kind of i got that half sorted just waiting on confirmation from danielle to see if it's if it's all right to wear um and just booking in for interview, like preparation and things like that. Um, still need to get my walk on. And then also with the PT, I'm getting all the, the work in for that. So that's what I've been doing so far. Um, but there's not much else I can do, obviously, with the lockdown. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty quiet at the moment. Just got to wait to see what happens with Corona, don't we? Uh, if you could meet, so this is second to last question. If you could meet anyone from the hist from history or the present time, who would you meet? And Layla's been copying these off the Passion for Sanity website. I thought they looked a little bit familiar. If you could meet anyone from history, who would it be? Mm, I don't know. This isn't a question I've ever thought of. Um... I mean, it says present time as well. So basically, it's like if you could meet anyone, who would it be? I'd quite like to meet like one of the Kardashians, just to say, oh yeah, I met Kim Kardashian yesterday. Best friend. Be so Is there anything you would say to her or ask her? Um, I would just maybe ask her how I could have her, her life. Could you, do you want to just add it to the family? I could be Kiara Kardashian. How about that? You'd have to, you'd have to, because they're Armenian. You'd have to start spelling your name with a K, though. So you'd be K I A R A, Kiara Kardashian. I guess that could work. That's, that's some people spell it like that, so it wouldn't. It's alright. There you go. <laughs> uh, final question: If you were judging a pageant, what would you look for in the girls? Just for them to be like genuinely enjoying themselves on stage. Um, I feel like there's nothing worse where you can see someone up on stage and they're forcing a smile. It comes across. They just look uncomfortable up on the stage. Um, so, yeah, just for them to be enjoying themselves, for them to look like a nice, bubbly, friendly person. Um, I don't think, yeah, just for them to look like a nice person because that's who you want to be the next title holder, someone who's going to be nice, someone who's going to be approachable, um, 
yeah. easy to talk to because there's nothing worse than if you try to go up and speak to someone as well and you just, it's like drawing blood from a stone trying to get a conversation with them. Um, so yeah, that's what I would look for in someone's yeah. relationship. I know what you mean. Uh, now, Rachel has chimed in with, all right, so last last question, and then we'll go to the final 10. Rachel has asked, what is the first thing you are going to do once lockdown is over? And she's also said Scottish pageant girl catch-up needs to happen. Absolutely. It does need to happen. But the first thing I will do is go out for dinner. I love food. And this is the, the big thing with my PT. It's like, right. Need to be eating healthy, and I'm like, hmm, let's go for a TGI Fridays collection. That's like over my daily calorie intake for the day, just in one meal. Like, I miss it so much. I miss just being able to be like, for for Dylan, my boyfriend, to be like, will we just go out for something to eat this weekend, or will we just, yeah, will we go for dinner tonight? Yeah, that's the thing that I'm missing most. Everyone's like, get the pubs open. I'm like, get me out for my dinner. Does your PT have you on a diet similar to Olivia's? Because Olivia, because her parents work in an Italian restaurant and she wasn't able to have carbs for like three or four months. And the first thing she did when she won was, I think, eat two large pizzas. Are you going to go that far? I don't know how she done it. See, when she was telling me, I'm not eating pasta, I'm not eating bread. I'm not, I'm yeah, and she like, works at an Italian restaurant. Her parents own one. How can you not? How can you not eat pasta? Well, see, you should know the determination that she went through. Amy, my Isaac's mum, held a charity night in the house. Um, was it you, my Isaac's mum? I think it might have been Amy. I can't remember mm-hmm. what one of them was that was raising money. I think it might have been Amy's yeah. mum for Galaxy. Um, they had a charity night in the house. Olivia brought pasta from her mum and dad's restaurant, well, cafe, um, and she didn't even eat any. It smelled amazing. And I felt like I had to be like, I won't eat any either, to make me look healthy. And I was like, I had to have some. And I really don't know where she got the willpower from to just not eat any of it. She was like, no, I'll not have any. I was like, you're actually insane. She was dedicated, and it shows because she won. So... Dedication is really key. Can you hear me, Kiara? Yes. Okay, I just dropped out for a second and it was telling me that it had lost the connection with my mic. Um, that, that that doesn't surprise me, obviously. That's, um, I, I don't know how she did it, but especially with your parents working at an Italian restaurant. But look, it paid off for her. Uh, yeah. And she will have... She'll have International Galaxy, hopefully, in, in August in Chicago. Um, then she can eat all the pizza that she wants. Uh, where are we with the... Okay, so that was that was the final question. I'll, I'll circle back to the comments, guys, at the end. Uh, Kiara, just before we get to the final 10 questions, is there anyone that you want to give a shout-out to um, for supporting you in your journey? Um, my mom, my gran, my boyfriend... Basically, all my close friends and family who are always there for me um, throughout all my pageant journeys and always support me. Um, my friend Holly, um, if I need to go somewhere, then she always runs me in the car because she can drive. So thanks for that, Holly, if you're watching. Um, and then also my PT, 
Danny Mulholland for sponsoring me and also Richard Muro um, for sponsoring me as well for my um, my sponsorship fee. Um, so that's, that's my shout outs. Thanks everyone. And thanks to all the people who's commented as well. It really means a lot. I was scared in case no one commented as well. So it's really, it's, it's made me quite happy that people have commented. So thanks so much. Perfect. Okay. I know you've watched my interviews before. So final 10 questions. You get the same 10 questions. You don't have to answer them quickly. You can if you want to. But it's your turn now. It's going to be like interview practice. So first, uh, first question, what is your favorite word? Food. <laughs> Wait, without any hesitation, food. I love to eat. I really don't know why I'm not like this size, like really, really, really big. Because all I do is think about eating. I said to my mum today, I don't know if it's because I'm doing college work and I was really busy today. I had to go and collect my, my kit from college because I'm doing nails. Um, so we had to go and collect all the stuff there and then I had a college class and then I had another one and I had mm. to go to the hospital today um because I've got a wee like, a scar on the back of my ear that looks like a wee bean so I'm having to get steroids jagged on that so I was like that to my mum I feel like oh, wow. all I'm thinking about doing is eating I feel constantly hungry but I've not noticed that like four hours have went by but it's fine because I love to eat love it <laughs> Well, thinking about thinking about food m won't make you put weight on. It's the actual eating of food. You can think about food all you want. That's okay. Uh, question two: What is your least favorite word? I don't have one. There has to be two, and they're on like the completely different like ends of the spectrum when it comes to like words. So one is moist and crusty. Mm -hmm hate them like, <laughs> they just give me the heebie-jeebies i'm like a moist you think of something being really wet and damp who likes that no one and then crusty you think of something being like really dry and flaky and no i really if i can dodge those words then i absolutely will I just really yeah. it's it's okay I think we I think we get that. You've picked the two most common answers for your answer is moist is by far and away the most common answer and then um crusty is a solid second. So those those are good choices there. Uh question 3 in life what gets you excited or what turns you on? Um getting prepared for pageants. That will always be up there, but a close second is actually deciding what I'm going to have for dinner. Have you, have you eaten today? I mean, you really are obsessed with food. Are you hungry? I'm actually not hungry just now, no, but <laughs> maybe now that I'm thinking about it, I might be a wee bit hungry. But um, yeah, I had dinner before I came on. I just, I just like to think about what I'm going to have to eat. Like, it's quite a good thing to think about because if you think about it and you plan it and then you have it or you order it or you make it, and you finally get it, so satisfied. I'm so happy. You've given this a lot of thought, Kier. A lot of thought. I, I think you've thought about food a lot more than anyone else I've, I've ever, I've ever met yeah. before. And that's saying something after all the pageant girls that I've met. Um, 
I mean, if you could have any one, if you had to only have one food for the rest of your life and you couldn't have any other sort of food, what's the one food you'd pick? It would be Jack Daniels sesame chicken strips from TGI Fridays. I would eat it for breakfast, lunch and dinner. I love it. That's that's awfully specific. We don't have TG, um, TGIF here, so I've, I'll have to actually pay it a visit next time I'm over there. Yeah, we don't we don't have it. I don't even think we have an equivalent chain. It's not like it's here and it's called something else. Um, no. So I have to give it a go. Well, you have. That sounds quite nice. Well, I also want to try a haggis, but I don't know where I'm going to get a haggis from. I have never tried haggis. It just it doesn't sit right with me. I just really don't want to try it. <laughs> and I never have. TG, TGIF doesn't doesn't have doesn't have haggis. No. It's an American and um, it's an American fast it's American restaurant. Oh. Okay, yeah, no, the Americans definitely would not be eating haggis. They are not known for adventurous food choices. Uh, question four, what turns you off? I feel like this is quite a common answer, but just people being rude. Like, sometimes I just feel like people are really unnecessarily rude. Like, recently I've found that it's not even, like, people in the shops, it's actually the, the workers in the shops that are really rude just now. And I really don't know why. Like, I found myself saying to my mum quite a lot, like, people that work in the shops are meant to help the customers, not make them feel like an yeah. inconvenience and be rude to them. And it's happening more and more often. And I'm so scared that it's my generation of, like, people. I'm like, you're making us look bad. No wonder, like, older people are like, oh, it's the younger generation. Like, I just... I don't get why people just have to go out their way to be rude to people. Like, just be nice. And when you get home, like, yeah. let all your anger out. Like, you don't need to be rude and angry to people that have done nothing wrong to you. Yeah. it. I think it depends on, like, if you, because um, we are talking about this yesterday on the podcast, I think if you're working, let's say, in a service industry or you, you were talking about call centres, I think sometimes if you deal with rude customers the whole day, Maybe at a certain point you just crack and you've had enough. And I'm not saying that's an excuse, but I could certainly understand it because no one wants to be yelled at the whole day for something that's not your fault. Um, and I think people have probably also gone a little bit crazy in lockdown as well. People have just yeah. had enough, you know, ran out of patience. So, again, not an excuse, but... Um, I can see. I can see why it would have gotten worse recently. Um, question five: What sound or noise do you love? I love the sound of a pageant crowd. Like, see when you walk out onto the stage and you hear everyone shouting for you and just giving you all the motivation. Like, that has to be my favourite sound. Just hearing everyone, and I can't wait to be able to hear it again. Like, it's just so so yep. good, so empowering. It's, it's great. Yeah, and that's something that's been missing from online pageants. You don't get any of that crowd interaction. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are looking forward to that. Um, well, question six is what sound or noise do you hate? People chewing. Like, <laughs> you love food, things. but you hate people chewing. Those two might be challenging to put together. Yeah. So... I'm one of those people that someone could say something to me, like, 
five times and I'll go hmm so can you just repeat that one more time but if someone's chewing something like really loud my ears like magnify they like zoom into the sound and it's like the only thing that I can hear and it's really quite annoying I wish I could just switch that off and just turn up other people's voices like so I can actually hear what they're saying rather than just hearing it's called noise cancelling headphones that's what you need yeah I think so um yeah just it grates on me just like sit like that like my boy I feel really bad right my boyfriend sometimes he'll do it and I'm like and he's like sorry and I'm like I'm really not horrible. It's no, it's a really common answer. I, I interviewed one girl, an American, and um, when when people chewed loudly, I think specifically it was cereal, like crunchy cereal, she would either have to leave the room or she would just start crying. Actually, I, don't think I would cry. I think I could get to the point where I would like hit someone over the back of the head, like, can you just stop? But well, I, don't think, I'd I cry. think that's reasonable. I think that's reasonable. Actually, I think I don't know if it was an American. I think it might have actually been Bethany Blissett who said that when people chew loudly, she just starts crying. Yeah. So you're not alone with the chewing sound. And for the record, I completely concur. There's nothing worse than that wet, well, the moist sound of someone chewing with their mouth open. Misophonia or something like that. It's an actual phobia. Well, there can be the actual phobia of it, which is where you become irrationally afraid or or something like that, break out into a sweat. But just hating the noise of chewing, that's not a phobia. I think that makes a lot of sense because it's a disgusting sound. I wouldn't say that's a that's a mental condition. I would just say, yeah, people need to learn to chew with their mouths closed. It's that simple. Yeah. Uh, question seven. If you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? It would definitely have to be to be able to read people's minds. So that, you know, if someone says something to you, you know if they're telling you the truth or not. Um, Dylan, if you're still watching this, my boyfriend, he would be a prime example. Like, if I'm getting ready to go somewhere, like, pre-lockdown, um, and if I'm wearing something and I don't, I'm not really sure about it, or if I've did my hair a certain way and I'm not sure, and I say to him, does this look okay? And he just goes, yeah. I'd like to know if he actually meant it or if he's just saying it to get me to hurry up. It, are you sure you want to know that though? Because I got to say that's also a really difficult question for a guy to answer. Because it's like if they answer no, they they can get in trouble, and if they answer yes, you don't believe them. So sometimes as a guy, it's like that's a question that we don't actually want to hear. I would rather just you be truthful. Because see, if I was going to go out there looking stupid. That would be worse for you. <laughs> I don't think you're going to dress up. I mean, you're a pageant girl. I don't. I hardly think you're going to go out wearing something that makes you look stupid. Um, is your boyfriend a fashionable type? Um, thanks to me. <laughs> he'll be messaging me after this. I'm going to FaceTime him after it, and he'll be like, you absolutely threw me under the bus. Sometimes he'll say to me, does this go? And he'll be wearing, like, black shorts and a blue jumper. And I'm like, no, you've got a black jumper there. Go and put the black jumper on. So it's better to be truthful. Don't lie. He's going out in shorts? If I'm going out in shorts, I'm not asking you how I look. That That's just like sportswear. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the weekend when he was going to, um, I think we were going to go to the shops to get something 
for dinner, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, I can't be bothered going in. I'm wearing shorts. Sometimes they'll just wear shorts as a, an excuse to not go into the shop, so I have to go myself. If if she, you obviously haven't been in Australia, if shorts stopped you from going out anywhere, I would I I wouldn't be going anywhere. I mean, I'm in shorts right now. I'm wearing this suit jacket on top, but I'm wearing shorts underneath because no one has to see what's going on. Under there. Oh dear! All right. Well, question eight: What job other than your own would you most like to attempt? At the moment, anyone because I'm I'm unemployed due to COVID. Um. But I would love to be a lawyer. It would never happen for me because I don't have the brains for it. But see, if I'm given the evidence, I'm really good at fighting a case. Like, I can, I could win an argument easily, like, any time. If you give me the information, you give me the facts, I'll get it across and I'll make sure that it's heard. Just not, I just don't have the brains for it, unfortunately. Or else that, that could possibly be what I could be. Um, but... That would be a that could be a, a, a distant dream that's never going to happen. That's an interesting choice. I've got to say, not many people picked lawyer as the one thing they'd like to try. Um, you should talk to Chloe Lake. Chloe's doing well, becoming a lawyer, yep. so she might better give you a few pointers. Question nine: What job would you definitely not like to attempt? Um, to be an astronaut. See space. It freaks me out like absolutely scares me to the point where I'm, I, I worry about it and my boyfriend he he loves to watch videos about aliens and like all these different oh, yeah. things and it freaks me out so much that there's that much space out there that there's like I always think to myself there must be a corner in space or something like it just scares me and then I have like, these nightmares that there's these planets that are coming to earth and they like squash the planet and I'll tell you that in the way you know, it could happen one day and I'm like, you're really not giving me any hope. Or scares me, wouldn't like to be an astronaut. That, it seems to me that you're constantly thinking either about food or about space. It sounds like those two take up a lot of space in your head. Yeah, my mum would say there's not really a lot of, like... <laughs> Okay. Uh, final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, that I did well, that I gave it my best, and even when I fell, I got up. No. Literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, just say that he's happy with everything that I did and I did the best that I could. Perfect. Uh -huh. Let me just check the comments. Uh, Rachel has said it's Amy that held it, talking about the, the fundraiser. I think it was an amazing night, the Love, Love Island chats. Don't get me started on reality TV, Rachel. Um, I'm not sure if it's frozen for me, but it's frozen. Never mind, it was my Wi-Fi. You guys in the UK, some of you really have... I thought Australian internet was bad. I'm glad to see it's not just us. Uh, and then Rachel has said haggis is, well, vomiting emojis. It's so nasty. It could well be, but I feel like I have to try it, Rachel, before I judge it. So I will 
I will try it. I don't know where I'm going to try it from. I might have to go to someone's house and get someone to prepare it for me. Um, Claire has said, Kiara, ask my question. Mum, I already asked the question. Um, what was I can't, I couldn't remember if it was home away or neighbours. Um, but oh, Adrian yeah. doesn't watch no. it, so he said just to look it up on Google. Yeah, just just look it up. I I don't watch Home and Away or Neighbours. I used to watch Neighbours. Tragically, um, I've never watched Home and Away. Although actually, when Emma Collingridge was over here, we went for a drive, just a random drive on the northern beaches, and bizarrely, we happened to get on the set, like where they were shooting Home and Away. We just happened to drive there and like be there. It's like oh, I didn't plan that. There was a tourist bus and everything. So because Home and Away is shot in sydney on the northern beaches i believe neighbors is shot in melbourne i don't know because i don't watch it but uh, i don't i'm not up to date with neighbors unless you're going to ask me what happened like 20 years ago i might be able to answer that one uh jane has said well done kiara and claire has said home and away oh well there you go i still don't know what happened i was there for that one day i enjoyed myself but i have no idea who the actors were who they were playing, I have no idea what was going on. I think Amber was more interested in it than I was. Um, yeah. But, Kiara, that's about it. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Anytime. It's been a pleasure meeting the uh, the the legend, the icon behind the video. It's um... <laughs> Don't do it again, though. It's oh, not something that I think you should be doing very often. Um, I'll keep you on the line for just a sec whilst I hang up with the audience. Thanks to everyone for watching and submitting the questions, and we will speak to you next time. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Remember, Confessions is out. To get your copy from Amazon, head to shaw.b forward slash confessions book, and I'll see you next time.